Be aware of what kind of fears are surfacing for you. There is a reason you're afraid of them, and that they mean something to you. Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where it's all about personal growth, honest conversations, and exploring what it means to live a passionate, daring life. I'm your host, Shirley Huang. Hi, friends. It's so nice to come on and chat with you today. This week's topic, we are talking all about fear. Yes, our good old friend, fear. I think we cannot not talk about fear on this podcast because it is such an important part of what it means to live a daring life. Personally, I've had a good, long, complicated, and now evolving relationship with fear. I want to share with you my fear story today, and also some insights that I've learned throughout the years. This episode is going to be a little bit different from my previous episodes. This will be a little bit more of a personal one, but we will still cover some tips related to fear. But it's just that it will be a lot more personal, which is not something I usually do. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this format. So before I begin, I just want to clarify something. Generally, there are two types of fears. So there's the type of fear that stimulates the fight or flight response as a result of a sudden intense fear. For example, if you hear a loud noise and you jump as a result. So the type of fear that I'm talking about here is more of an internal feeling. The feeling of fear, it is an emotion, and I'm using both phrases, feeling and emotion, the same here. Being controlled by fear. This was a huge part of, I would say, at least the first 20 years of my life. I had just always been a very fearful person. I moved to Canada with my family from Taiwan when I was about 10 years old. And at the time, I didn't know any English at all. So I was very shy and I was just very afraid of everything. I think that is when I first started to really take on the feeling of fear and to really live and be controlled by this emotion. When we first came here, I was super scared to cross the street by myself or even go into the store and ask for change. That's just how scared I was. And now thinking back, I think I really had a lot of social anxiety in my childhood. And even later on as a teenager, in high school, there would be some nights where I would just be crying in bed because I didn't want to go to school the next day and to face my peers and just to speak in class. I was that afraid. And because I was always letting fear hold me back, I think I missed a lot of opportunities when I was in high school. I wanted to join clubs, make new friends, try new things. But because I was so scared all the time, oh my gosh, I was such a scaredy cat. (laughs) I just didn't really put myself out there at all. So by the time I graduated from high school, At this point, I was just feeling so sick and so tired of feeling scared all the time. I told myself, okay, from now on, I'm just going to put myself out there, confront all my fears, and then overcome them. I wanted to be fearless. So I think I took that very literally. (laughs) So the next few years after that, 
I got very attracted to more extreme and more active type of sports. I've done skydiving, bungee jumping, scuba diving, surfing, snowboarding. I just really enjoy that feeling of that adrenaline rush and that excitement that came with it. It was the excitement of confronting my fear and facing my fear head on. I went on a solo backpacking trip by myself and for the first few days, I would be so afraid to fall asleep because I thought that I would get kidnapped (laughs) or I would get lost and that I wouldn't be able to go home. I was so scared. And now thinking back, many of my biggest decisions and turning points that happened to me during that time all kind of stand from an element of fear. For example, one of the reasons I chose business as my major in university or college, depending on where you're at, um, I chose business because I was afraid of public speaking and of putting myself out there. And that is what you need to do in business, right? I remember just constantly putting myself out there and attending all sorts of networking and social events. In almost every class, we had to make presentations. I used to be so afraid of them. When I was speaking, I could feel my hands tremble, my voice would crack, my heart would be beating so loud, and seriously, a couple of times, I would just like blank out and I completely forget what I was going to say. But I just kept doing it. I kept learning and kept practicing, and I kept being comfortable with the uncomfortable. So throughout my years in university, it really is a process of constantly facing my fears, learning to experience it, and learning to overcome it. And I think maybe this just really happened a bit over a year ago. I finally come to a realization, which is that it doesn't matter how many times I try to face my fear and to embrace my fear. I will never be able to completely be fearless. It's just not possible. In fact, the more I experience fear, the more I am certain that I will always be afraid. Public speaking, it's something that will just never be my nature. It doesn't matter how many times I practice, I will always feel that anxiety whenever I'm speaking in front of a group of people. However, I now understand and have experienced enough what that feeling is like. I can now tame it better. And this is also just from lots and lots of practice, right? I've learned to embrace that fear, acknowledge it, sit with it, but I won't let that feeling control me anymore. Because I know many times when I decide to speak in front of a group of people, My desire to share my ideas and to spread the message is often so much stronger than my fear. So if you are also a very fearful person, be aware of what kind of fears are surfacing for you. There is a reason you're afraid of them and that they mean something to you. I really like this quote by Jack Kenfield. He says, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. So again, I'm talking about those deeper internal fears, right? If it's like a phobic fear, for example, you're scared of spiders or you're afraid of heights, and it's just not something that you find desirable to overcome, (laughs) then by all means, stay away from putting yourself in that situation. 
So yeah, that's kind of my own personal relationship with fear, from being controlled by it to really trying to confront it, to overcome it, and now just really learning to accept fear for what it is, let it sit with me, lean into it, but at the same time not let it control me. So I have a three-step process here to help you learn more about this fear that you're having. And as you can tell, I love actionable tips and steps. So even if we are talking about fear, something that's more abstract and more intangible, I still want to make it actionable for you. So the first step is to identify that fear. Notice what kind of fear is it that's arising for you, and then you have to name it out. So what exactly are you afraid of? Is it the fear of other people's judgment? Or maybe it's the fear of failure, or the fear of success, or the fear of isolation, the fear of people leaving you if you attempted to try something new. Or maybe it's a combination of all of these. This is kind of a trippy one, but maybe it is the fear of feeling that fear, which is totally common because fear is a negative emotion. And we live in a society where happiness is the most important. And many of us are really unable to experience an uncomfortable emotion. Maybe you're just afraid of putting yourself in that situation where you will feel that fear. And this is really why so many of us try to seek for stability and do not take risks because we are simply feeling afraid of being afraid. It really is like that. So once you have identified what kind of fear you're feeling, the second step is to determine if it's worth it to pursue it, to give it a try anyways, despite that fear. So you can ask yourself these three questions. Is my desire for the results greater than my fear? Is this the kind of fear that excites me and scares me at the same time? Will I regret not having done this if I choose to give in to my fear and let it hold me back? If your answer is yes for all three of these, then you should probably go for it and lean into that fear. So nowadays, I really use this feeling as a compass for me. It's telling me what is important to me and what actions that I have to do to step out of my comfort zone and to keep on growing. So once you do decide that that fear is worth it to pursue, the third step is I want you to create a more empowering and actionable reason for feeling afraid. Remember that fear is just a feeling, right? But you can create your own definition and your own thoughts on how you want that feeling to be. So instead of creating a negative thought about why you're so afraid, I want you to create a more empowering and actionable thought for that feeling. Okay, so stay with me here. Let me give you an example. Let's use the public speaking example. You are afraid of public speaking. So the negative thoughts revolving around that fear would be, I will mess up, people will laugh at me, I will forget my lines. On the other hand, the more empowering thought for feeling that fear would be, I feel fear because doing this is important to me. I will grow from this experience. My desire to spread my ideas is so much more important than my fear. 
what I have to share is valuable. So people will really be focusing on what I have to say instead of focusing on how I'm behaving. Do you see a difference? Okay, let me give you another example. Maybe you are afraid to ask someone out on a date. So the negative thought for that fear would be, I will get rejected. I will feel very embarrassed. I will die. <laughs> Maybe. Just slightly. Okay, on the other hand, the more empowering thought would be, I am speaking up for myself. I am asking for what I want. I am taking charge of my life. This would make a great story for me to talk about in the future. <laughs> if he does say yes, that would be awesome. I would so look forward to our date. If he says no, oh my gosh, thank God, now I can move on. Do you see how just by changing your story and changing your thoughts about that feeling, it's so much more empowering, right? I also want to introduce another interesting concept to you. I learned this from Mel Robbins, so I will link the video where she talked about this in my show notes and you can check it out after. But basically, she shared this idea. Did you know that it is the same kind of chemical release for both the feeling of fear and the feeling of excitement? It is the same. So what differentiates us from feeling fear compared to feeling excitement, it's really just our own interpretation of that feeling. I used to be very scared and afraid of driving. <laughs> I remember right before when I was about to take the driver's exam, I would be so nervous. My heart would be thumping, my hands shaking, and I just wouldn't even be able to concentrate throughout the day. And eventually, I told myself, Okay, sure, you cannot take the test like this. You are going to fail. <laughs> so what I did was I changed the reason why I'm feeling this way. So instead of telling myself, I am so afraid of driving, I'm so nervous of driving, I told myself I'm excited to get my driver's license. I'm excited to be independent so that I can finally drive by myself on the road on my own. And that is why I'm feeling this way. And immediately, that thought, because I justified my feeling to a more empowering one. It made me feel so much better. And I got my driver's license after. Yay! <laughs> In order to live a daring life, it means embracing and accepting every piece of us, including our insecurities, our imperfections, and our fears. I know very well that sometimes we hide from that fear. We refuse to feel that fear because feeling afraid is so daunting sometimes that just thinking about it will make your stomach turn, your voice tremble, and your fingers go cold. But during those vulnerable moments, if you feel fear, acknowledge it, and still decide to show up to do what you wanted to do anyways, repeatedly, again and again, my friend, that is called courage. You need to be afraid to be strong. And sometimes, in order to grow, you need to face your fears to be better than who you were. And it is only when you are able to embrace yourself completely can you truly live a more honest, courageous, and passionate life. This is what Daring Living is all about. Oh my god, I think I just cheered up a little bit trying to talk about that. <laughs> So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode about fear. It is a little bit different. And I will sum it up very quickly for you. It is quite impossible to be fearless. So what really you should do is learning to sit with that fear, to acknowledge it being there, and to experience it over and over again enough so that you can learn to not let it control you. 
three steps to break down your fear. First, identify which specific fear is arising for you. Next, determine if it's something worth it for you to pursue and ask yourself these three questions. Is your desire for the result greater than that fear? Is this the kind of fear that excites you and scares you at the same time? Will I regret not having done this if I choose to give in to my fear? If your answer is yes to all three of these questions, then you should probably go on and pursue that fear. If you do decide to face it, you can try creating a more empowering and actionable reason for feeling afraid. Change your thoughts and story about that fear to one that serves you better. Because remember, the feeling of fear and excitement is actually the same thing. It's just your own interpretation of it. And lastly, learning to accept and face your fears is a courageous act. And it's an essential part of wholehearted living and a part of what it means to live a daring life. Guys, I really enjoyed this episode and I hope that you do too. I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts about fear and what relationship do you have with fear right now? What do you enjoy about this episode? Feel free to let me know on Instagram at Daring Living and take me in your IG story and let me know which part in this episode did you like the most. Also, I would so, so appreciate it if you can leave me a ratings and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. This helps so much for more people to discover so I can keep on doing what I do. Love you all so much. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have an amazing week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.